Hey everybody, Rhino Nesty here uh, on the road, like uh, Vinny and Carmine. This week I'm on the road, I'm in New York City, and uh, I am not dressed for this occasion, for another one of course, but it's so good to see you all here once again on Hanging and Banging as we are every Thursday night, and we got a big show tonight, and it's a really cool perspective I'll t- tell you about in just a second, but for right now let's bring my brothers to the microphone, the legendary Vinny Appice and the even more legendary Car- Carmine Apice. Hey brothers. Hello hey, there. Dude. What, Hello. You must be you must be at some Italian thing. What is a bad idea? My Italian flag stuff. What is what is that? What is that? Nasty. What is that? So you I'm not going to tell you cuz you're not going to believe me. Uh, we believe we always believe. And you not only are you not going to believe me, but Vinny is going to bust my freaking onions for the rest of our lives because of this. <laughs> I never do That's that. That's why I'm not going to tell you. Okay. It's oh, uh, come on. All right, I'll tell you. So <laughs> You're not gonna no, honestly, guy. You're not gonna believe. So in England, you know, there are they're knighted, Sir Paul McCartney, Sir Elton John. In Italy, is the same thing. I was knighted by the president of Italy for my work in the Italian American community. And there's a big gala here in New York City uh, tonight. We're doing some things, and uh, that's what that's for. Okay, how do we come get on, knighted? Yeah, how do we? We want to get knighted. How do we get knighted? We want to get knighted. Come on. You're not even dade. Are you kidding? <laughs> You mean the actual you, president of Italy, the country? Yeah, I got the whole thing. My mom was oh, there, sure. but just before. Matter of fact, they did a really cool thing because uh, my mom, you know, she was um, ninety-two and you know from Florence, Italy, and and she was, you know, she was uh, having a lot of medical problems. And I said, you know, they they gave this, you know, the uh, the knowledge of this honor. And I said, is there any way? Because I felt it. You know, we didn't know she was going to go, but wow. I felt it. And they moved up the ceremony. Uh, like three months and she was there and and she was there to witness this which you know it's a big deal and then she passed away so it was really uh, a tremendous Uh, honor yeah that's cool wow that's really good Uh, man i wish i man i don't know do we have to call you i like to be italian united can we be united you know the american the american version yeah this is well yeah it's it's called the president i guess i don't know put in a good word for us ron yeah i could lie no problem we spread the drum, uh, you know, drums, the Italian drumming throughout the world. You know what? Yeah. All kidding aside, I'm, there's something that works for you fine young Italian-American boys. And I'm very <laughs> proud uh, to call you brothers. Do we have to call uh, you sir? Uh, no, you know what you got to call me? You have to call <laughs> It's better sir than what you've been calling me. My nod, sure. Sir Knight. This sir is what you got to call with me. Hand, with the hand. The title is Cavaliere. Like Cavalier. Oh, I heard that. I've heard that title before. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. Cavalieri, Cavalieri. Yeah. So there you go. 
it, it bro- my mother and my grandfather used to curse the Cavalieris. That's in right. Brooklyn, that that's, man, that's right. In Brooklyn, that hey, man we got really a great windy. show tonight. I think Vinny, are you back home? Yeah, finally. Yeah, I think yeah. my was the last one you had for a while, huh? I haven't stopped since the year started. Now it's like uh, Vivian's going out with Def Leppard now, so now I got time to stay home and do. I'm I'm doing actually uh, recording, a lot of recording. But well, we missed you, brother. We, we actually have you. some. We have we have some uh, drum wars gigs. Yeah, we have some drum wars gigs in August. Yeah, oh, also, awesome. I got a new drum set too, so check it out. Uh, this is killer, man. <laughs> ah. It's for the it's some low paying gigs. I'm thinking. Yeah, I could wow. I could carry it right into the gig. It's from 1932. Is no it kidding. really? Wow! I got a. It's uh. It's missing a cowbell, so I found one at Hobby Lobby. Believe it or not, and it goes wow. here. And I'm missing a cymbal, which is one of these things. I got to find one of those. Isn't that cool? Yeah, but how, how cool big? How, how big? I got one of those. Baby. I got one of those. Baby. Yeah, but here's the thing, guys. How I cool would it be to be the person, like the, the young dude at, at, um, at Hobby Lobby that has the drummer of Black on. Sabbath come and ask for a cowbell? Yeah. I mean, come well, on. I'll tell you what well, they don't let me in sometimes because that's a very religious organization that closed on Sundays because they're religious. Yep. Yeah. It's like so Chick-fil-A. I walk in, yeah, Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out Burger puts the uh, Proverbs on the cartons and stuff on the fright yeah so it? sometimes they don't let me in yeah so wow. well it's got nothing to do with your religious uh, situation have you seen yourself lately <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, anyway <clears throat> hey thanks for thanks that's sir ron we, we, that's right yeah ron <laughs> hey let's bring to the microphone we got a we got a couple cool guys tonight as we always do every week uh, I'm very excited uh, uh, that we're doing this because we're really crossing some barriers. You know, we've been doing obviously classic rock, obviously legendary historic rock, um, bedrock, Flintstones. We've been doing it all, but to get these <laughs> guys, uh, we're crossing several lines. Let's welcome. So, first of all, I'm so excited that we got Brett on the show. I'm a huge Fuel fan. He was Fuel. I mean, when Fuel was Fuel, yeah. Brett was doing the freaking vocals. Let's give it up for Brett Scallions and welcome to the show. All right, guys. So expensive now. Look at this. I know. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm so incredibly expensive, and I love it. <laughs> See, I remember when fuel was twenty five cents an hour a, a gallon. You know. <laughs> yeah. I remember them. You know, when they hey, I remember them when they were twenty five hundred a gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember seventy nine cents a gallon. That's about yeah, my yeah, my that's my time. Yeah, back, that's right. I was yeah, I was fifty nine. I used to pull into the gas. I used to go to the gas station. Go, give me three dollars worth, and it almost fill it up. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now going, that's that so expensive. What? <laughs> so let me ask you, Brett. How cool is it to have yes. uh, gasoline jokes always associated with you? I don't. I don't get it. It's never ending. It's never ending. <laughs> you know. I, I, and I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed totally for us. And on behalf of all of us, I'm sorry. What can I say? We got the lead yeah, singer. Exactly. Anyway, let's also bring, and this is what I was saying, how cool it is, especially tonight. We're crossing a bunch of lines. Uh, let's bring Sam Christie on the show. He hey, is from Liliac. 
Hey, how's hey, it going, Sam? What's up, hey, Sam? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Brett. Uh, yeah. Sam sounds the best. See that? Well, yeah, <laughs> he's got the sounds the best. There's no ambience he, in him yeah. at all. He's got kind of like a like a Prince thing going, like a Michael <laughs> yeah. Jackson sound. Well, thank you. I'm glad you like the way I'm way more prepared. <laughs> well, here's the thing I'm saying. I mean, that's the cool thing about this show. If you look at, and all kidding aside, the iconic status of a guy like Carmine, you know, rocking it in the 60s and 70s, obviously, I know, uh, but that's true. And then, you know, the next genre is his brother Vinny, rocking it in the 70s and 80s and killing it. Of course, Brett, you're doing what you're doing with fuel. And then this young man's 23 years old and he's killing it. I mean, we're crossing barriers of generations. And we here. have a knighted host. The knighted. My God. Uh, tell tell sure. everybody why you're knighted. Then nobody knows. Did we do that? I think we did that. No, we did it before the show was on, but tell the audience. No, no, we did it. No, we did it. We did it? No, we did it on the show. Did did I hear someone say that you're Italianized? Italianized. Yes. Italianized. Yeah. It's called the Cavieri. It's a Cavieri. Well, did they use a to like knight you or something or what? Yeah, you know what? It's it's something like I said. It was something that uh, the Italian community does for Pete for it's Italian. Something that Ron, something Ron's gonna never is gonna say. I should have never told him. They're right. busting my chops. I so, know. So Ron, <laughs> yes, sir, Ron. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, instead of, instead of Ron, instead of Ron, sir. Instead of Ron, sir, it's Sir Ron. That's you heard right. Sir, sir Ron. McCartney. This is Sir Ron Ernesti. It's very close. <laughs> We're very, very close. He almost, he almost. So if uh, somebody uh, talks to go, they, they would say Sir Ron Ernesti, sir. <laughs> well, whenever you guys are done. I think he has to wear that suit all the time now. <laughs> oh, please, please no. At least. <laughs> Look what he looks like. That's great. It's perfect. At least the pin, right? Yeah, at, least at least the pin. Yeah, yeah. That. Exactly. That's that's the that's the knighted that's the knighted pin. That's it. Just wear yeah. the pin. The pin. Without that, wear, wear the pin and no clothes. Nothing else. <laughs> You're creeping me out, oh, bro. You are creeping me out, brutal. bro. Um, You're going into skin at that point. <laughs> all, right, all right, come on. We don't want to get Ron upset. Right. I got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, here's what I want to do to start the show. I just want to, because um, Vinny knows how much I hate giving him compliments because he knows that I'm <laughs> probably his biggest fan. <laughs> I mean, I adore the guy, but really, he came, he played by place, uh, when was it, Ben? Uh, two nights ago, three nights ago, whatever it was. Last, last weekend, weekend, the weekend. Last weekend. Yeah. And uh, there's this guy, was a is a tremendous fan of, uh, of uh, uh, Last in Line, and of course, Vinny in particular is a drummer. And uh, just adores, got, he's all things Vinny. He kept these, and, and he's a very good customer of ours, so he kept on saying how excited he was to come to the show, and I got him great seats, and you know, and I said, well, I think I know Vinny a little bit, maybe I can make something happen, a high five if he's into it, you know, because you know how moody these guys get. So um, I had this whole thing arranged, the guy got really sick, and the guy had his leg amputated two weeks before the show, yeah, could not come to the show. Very, wow. very, it was, it was very challenging. He's a very good friend oh. and a great guy. And, um, and, he had, and he had this shirt that he, he had made for Vinny that he wanted to give to him, but he couldn't, you know, uh, he wasn't going to come to the show. He called. And so I, I drove over an hour to his house. I picked up the shirt because I wanted uh, Vinny to have it. And I gave it to Vinny, took a shirt. We'll, we'll show pictures in a second. 
And um, Vinny was just so gracious. Uh, we called the guy and Vinny was talking to him on the phone. Made his freaking day. I got to say, Vinny, and I, I thank you for it because, you know, at the uh, end of the day, his, nothing matters letter. out of this kind of stuff, right? That's his letter from. I'm going to send him some yeah, stuff. Yeah, save your letter. I'm going to send him some stuff. Yeah, see, there's there's Vinny with the shirt. And uh, look at that. He made he had airbrushed. When it, was it, was it say Big Drum something? Uh, drum monster. Sir okay. Drum Monster. Caviar <laughs> <Yeah>. Drum Monster. <laughs> and you got the picture of him, Ben? That's him. His name is Jeff. Yeah, That's, I picked it up in his house. So I just wanted to let people know that Vinny isn't such the jerk that everybody says he is. <laughs> um, oh, my God, Sir Ron. You're really going for it. Okay. No, really, Vinny, I'm telling no, you, no. you, you we, made it again. We left your drum you, head for him. You got it, right? Yes, yes. I got the drum, I got the drum head. I have to give that to him. I'll send him something, too. Well, listen, all kidding aside, Vinny, I just want you to know that you really me. made someone uh, very, very happy, a guy who – who really need? I mean, just just I happened weeks ago. So thank you very much, Vinny, for that's being who first, you are. That's the first person too I made happy ever. <laughs> well, that <then> I believe. <laughs> anyway, hey guys, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to Hanging and Banging right here on Artists on Lockdown. You know what? I actually want to start with Sam because you know we're excited. I got to be honest with you. I I hadn't heard of Liliac. I know you guys have been working really hard. Uh, there's five of you, right? Five siblings? Yes. So and I'm, I'm the oldest. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just no, please, I'm ahead. the oldest. And then we have Abigail on the drums and Melody as the lead singer. Ethan is the bassist and Justin is the keyboardist. Yeah. So these guys, yeah, great band, great band. And you know, we had Melody and Abigail on our show before. Um, and we're learning all about Liliac. And it's taken the country by storm. And I'm excited June 17th, you're going to come by us here in Chicago. We put you with Vixen, which is going to be a great show. And um, so what do you guys do? I mean, you know, your siblings, you got to get this question. Do you guys always agree on style, on song selection, on who, who does the lead on this? Does any of that stuff ever happen? Well, I mean, of course, we always have to discuss things and we have to, like, figure out what we're going to do. For example, like... Uh, when we come to writing songs, um, usually we have like a guitar riff that I come up with. And if it's good, we all agree on it. We work on it. Like we jam out and we try to like come up with like the structure. And then our melody comes up with like the melody lines and the lyrics and everything. And then, um, but like when it comes to like finding the songs, like cover songs that we want to like, you know, cover, obviously, um, we try to find a song that you know, is a popular song from a, like one of our favorite bands and that goes well with Melody's vocals, you know? And well, then- Now, did you say, did you say Melody comes up with the melody? Yeah. That's why her yeah. name's Melody. Exactly. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> Precisely. What was, what was the first song you covered, you guys? Um, The first rock song we covered was probably- It was a Barney um, song. A Barney song. No, um- <laughs> It was, I think, Wild Thing by the Trogs. Oh, what's yeah. the second oh, one? That's, that's a good choice. Great song. Second one? You know, you know what Vinny's looking for. Uh, the second video, like music video release was uh, Enter Salmon by Metallica. What, what was the... Okay, what's yeah. the third? <laughs> Shit, I think let's it was just cut to the train. train. I think well, it was well, Vinny's yeah. looking, for the, Rainbow <laughs> Vinny's the looking for the Dio song that you did. Rainbow in the Dark. 
There you go. Well, Rainbow in the Dark was the one that like blew up on. Yeah, that blew up yeah. in, on the internet. Yeah. Well, hold on a minute. We're not gonna have you on again until you do like Hot Legs or something. You know? <laughs> wait, wait. Everybody kept telling me, "Oh, you got to see this band. They do Rainbow in the Dark," and and I've gone through that before with other songs from the catalog. And then I go listen to it. And I go, "Ah, it's all right. You know, that's not very good. You know, they missed the drum parts and blah blah blah." But everybody kept saying Liliac, and I'd let me check it out. And I went, holy <laughs> shit. Can I say shit, Sir Ron? Hey. Not in my I presence. Heard, Go ahead. Heard, you can say I, it twice. I heard, shit. Twice. Today. I, had, I heard the lawyer today on Fox News seeing the Johnny Depp thing saying fuck on there. He Fox did? News. Really? really? Yeah. yeah. Good. So, so anyway, I heard that. All bets are off, good. Right? I heard them do it, and it was incredible. And then I got, yeah, then I, got I heard him do it. Awesome. And I got in touch with them and we became good friends. They come over the house and everything. And uh, I introduced them to raviolis. Remember That's when we true. went to eat? <laughs> yes, I do remember that. It was honestly really good. It, yeah. What is it, Caballetti? What is what is it, Ron? I forgot it. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what. Whatever you brought you, wait till you come by me. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. wait. Wait, I had the meatballs oh. and he had stuffed raviolis, the big ones, and pasta. Ron makes the best stuff. meatballs. What kind of stuff? What kind of stuff? It was stuffed with cheese. Cheese, the big raviolis. We call it cheese ravioli. Then he makes homemade meatballs, which are like, incredible. He makes the sauce. And then. Uh, when I come, oh, I want money God. I'll give but you the money God. I, I, kind of I was supposed to come, but then you book somebody else instead of us. I'll never forget that. <laughs> I just Ron. moved you. I know, I, I know. Moved. You had Vinny there twice, and I haven't even been I there. I just yet. go there to eat. <laughs> I want to eat there too. I can't wait for the meatballs. I want money God this time. The hell I'm looking go. for the drum wars. <laughs> so, well, yeah, right, we got right. in August. Let's go. Anyway, let's move on. Let's, let's move on. To to I want to talk right. to Brett here, man. I think guys, right, come talk on. To we Brett. got the freaking lead singer of Fuel on. And we're talking yeah. meatballs. Are you kidding me? I love meatballs. Anytime you want to talk about meatballs, I'm in. There I'm in. Go. Let's do this. Meatball, meatball. There you go. <laughs> so, Brett, where are you right now? Where are we talking to you from? I'm in. I'm in Cabo San Lucas right now. My my kids. I have an 11 year old and a 14 year old, and they're on spring break. And uh, we have we have a home down here in Cal in Cabo, so we try to get down here as much as we can. So. Um, Spring break, perfect time to come down and let the let the kids have fun and and us have adult time too. So um, I've been working hard on writing music and recording music for the past year or so, and 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 uh, so uh, it was a perfect time to take a little break and all of us have some fun down here. So here I am. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I like that absolutely. Are you are you on the water? Are you in the water? Right on the water. You got yeah. A good connection. Uh, our, our home, yeah, our home is right on the Sea of Cortez. It's turquoise, uh, on the turquoise, inlet side. Turquoise water. Oh, it's perfect. It's beautiful, and it's even in water. the cold. Even in the cold months down here, the water is, you know, it's brisk, but it's still once you get in there, it's nice and comfortable nice. And, and enjoyable. So, what about the weather? Yeah. Does it change in the winter? Uh, winter time is still really nice and. Probably in the seventies or so. Right now, it's in the the mid eighties or yeah. so. So it's you know we've we've had our fair share of sunburns is during it, this trip. Is that with the wind chill? So, it's in the eighties. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, just yeah. Like even, even with the, 
Even though at the windy times you're feeling good and you you know, so it's all good. No. No I got complaints. off the plane. I, I've been watching the uh, you know weather report for New Jersey. Said it was in the 80s and 80s. So I said, oh, let me bring a short sleeve shirt when I get off the plane. Yeah. So I wear a long sleeve shirt on the plane because it's always chilly in the airport. So now yeah. I got this outfit on, right? I got the, the shirt yeah. on and I got the black shirt underneath it, right? Jeez. So it's freaking you look 50, homeless. 50 degrees. <laughs> yeah. It's 50 <laughs> degrees there. I, what? I didn't have a jacket. Hey, where'd that's you a, get that shirt? That's, the, uh, that's a higher Salvation 50. Army? Oh, you get this that is a, actually a, this is an affliction shirt. So shut up. Oh. <laughs> and so, you're in the high of 50s, so you're looking at 30s tonight, right? Yeah, oh it's, well, it's going to be cold 51 out here. tonight. Yeah, it's, it's really cold. cold here, man. So I, I know, got it. It's terrible. Good. I lived. I lived in New York for a long time. I, I was in the in the city there for a good eight years, and then uh, my wife and I we got married. We we found each other in New York at a club there and and fell in love and got married and uh, right. and uh, then we lived out in Long Island for a few years. Where where'd you uh, live in, in New York and where'd you live in Long Island? That's my territory. Uh, I I had an apartment in the Lower East Side for a couple of years and uh, still to this day we have a, an apartment in the West Side and the Greenwich where? Village so area. So do we. So do we. Yeah, Jane Street and Greenwich Ave, right there. Oh, oh they're all the way downtown. down. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm West the, Side. I'm, we're, I'm, we're in the Upper West, and uh, yeah. and I did live in Long Island for many years. Where did you live in Long I, Island? I was in Hicksville. <laughs> oh yeah, that no Hicksville. Funny. You know, Hicksville. <laughs> you know it's funny we 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 picked we picked Hicksville because uh, we had we got married and we had a ton of uh, furniture that was just in storage. And then we, we got married and had uh, our, our, a lot of people bought us a lot of things. And we were like, man, our apartment, we just didn't have enough room for all yep. this stuff. So we we're like, let's go, let's go find a house. So we right. went to Long Island and found a house in Hicksville, yep. you know, about a half a mile from the LIRR. Right. And it just ended up being, being a perfect place for us to be during uh, the first couple of years of our marriage. And we got to use all of our things. So. Was nice. oh, cool. so where do you live now? Where are you now beside uh, Cabo? Now we uh, we live in LA and we're just uh, north of Calabasas in an area called um, Agora Hills. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know it well. A, know it well. Yeah, Thousand Oaks area. Yeah, we're not far from Malibu. Yeah. So. I lived in so yeah. many places in California. It's like uh, I lived in Las Feliz, Sherman Oaks, North Northridge, Palmdale, mm -hmm. Valencia, LA County you know, Jail. Yep. L LA County Jail, <laughs> and now I'm in Florida. Ah, what yeah. part of Florida? Uh, South Florida, near uh, West Palm. Okay. Uh, I got okay. a much better, much better house, and for the money anyway, than you get in California, and no state tax. Right. Yeah. Oh, I know. I like it's, that. And a lot uh, of people are, a lot of people are moving to that, and then yeah. and Tennessee uh, and in Vegas and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Try to take advantage of that. Yeah, so. we were lucky to be in uh, L.A. at the prime, you know, when the, the 80s scene was happening. And mm -hmm. I was with yeah. Rod at the end of the 70s, 76 yeah. on. And, you know, it was, it was great days for, uh, up until, you know, like the 90s. L.A. was like the place until all this this uh, downloading started. Yeah, you know? right. And it killed yeah. everything, you know. Carmine, you and I have something in common. We, we both... We both uh, got to play with Phil Chin. Ah. Oh, when did you play with Phil? 
I played with Phil uh, with Ray Manzarek and Robbie Krieger oh, up yes, the doors yes, for a few doors. years. Yeah. And we, I had we, to, we did a tour yeah. with them with Vanilla Fudge when they were called the Doors of the 21st Century. Right. And, and they were awesome. And, and they were, how we got the tour was uh, they had Stuart Copeland was playing drums with them. And then yeah. that didn't work out. So I said to Phil, yeah. who's the manager? I like to play with the Doors, right? And when I went up to the manager, he said, Why you got Vanilla Fudge. Why do you want to play with the Doors? And he put us out together. We did uh, the sheds all over the country. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. And I, I saw Phil Ian. every night. I saw Phil every night. And yeah. Phil's the guy that showed me how to play reggae because he was Jamaican Chinese. Yeah. And yeah. I lost two of my best friend bass players this year, Phil Chen and Tim Bogart. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. tough. Uh, you know, yeah, it was tough. It was it was tough to find out that Phil was uh, dealing with uh, cancer yeah. at all. Really you know, and, yeah. Same with Tim. And, same thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. awesome. Hey, Brett, you know, no, I, I, I met it. Phil. Wait, hold on. Where I met Phil was in England. <laughs> hold on. And I was I was playing with Blow by Blow. Me and him were on Blow by Blow, even though I yeah. didn't end up on the album. One of my one of my favorite records, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah. Record. Yeah. We were working yeah. on it. I ended up not being yeah. on it because we couldn't come up with a deal. You know, because yeah. I was signed to Epic and Jeff was signed to Epic, and you know, yeah. But that's yeah. why I met Phil. So when I I went for the audition, or when Rod said, "Go check out my band and see if you like it," I saw that Phil was in it, and another couple of guys I knew. I said, "Yeah, man, this band's for me." And I, yeah. then I joined Rod's band. It was great, you know. Okay, Cavalieri. Well, first of all, you don't tell a cat. You don't tell a knight to hold on. But second of all, <laughs> that's right. I wish I had my drums here. But don't, don't answer the door. If somebody might be coming to get you there. Hey, hold on to this hey. one time. And, um, <laughs> no, but I really want to ask Brett because you brought this up. That was that Writers of the Storm project that you're on with those guys. And um, yes. I mean, it's, it's incredible that, you know, someone of your stature and, and the type of music that you were doing. Tell us, take us down that journey, how you wound up with, you know, performing with Robbie Ray. I mean, it, it had to be incredible for you. Yeah, you know, um, I was always a Doors fan, for one. You know, I, I was a product of the 70s. And um, <clears throat> so I, um, I was, you know, my, my manager at the time, he uh, he managed me and, uh, and numerous projects that I'd been doing at the time. But then he also managed Ray and Robbie of the Doors. And uh, talking about Tom. After, Tom Vitorino, exactly, yeah, yeah. and yeah, and Tom came to me, and 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 he also managed uh, Ian with the Cult and things yep, like that, yep, yep. and and Ian had decided that he it was time for him to go back to the Cult and and yep, do that, exactly. and and I was kind of in a limbo stage of uh, projects, and and Tom came to me and said, I have something that is right right up the ballpark for you, you know, so I was like, okay. So uh, I came out to LA. I was living in New York and in Long Island at the time. Right, right. And uh, so I flew into LA and, and jammed with the guys for a couple of days. And, and then on the second day of, of jamming, uh, they asked me if I would want to do it with them. And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> and my, my, wife, my wife was pregnant with our first child. And, and uh, it was a very exciting time for, yeah. for us. And, and that only made it even more exciting to be able to play with those guys. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, yeah. yeah I, so. I remember that. I remember so we were dealing with Tom in those days too. And he always used to say, a man is fuel. I just, I yeah. just flashed on that when you mentioned that. So. 
Yeah. But was yeah, there a Tom night? Was great. Was there a night when you guys were just sitting there and some? No, you're the night. You're, you're, you're the night. night. You're, you're the night. night. <laughs> <laughs> I told you they'll never let let this stop. Night run. Night run. <laughs> uh, was there a day then that you were just kind of sitting there with this freaking rock royalty in front of you? Was there a was there a a, a reflection to back in the Jimmy days? Was it uh, anything anything that uh, that happened? Uh, performing with those guys, um, I think that the moment that I realized that I was performing with guys that were far above what I had ever imagined, uh, we were on tour, we were in Mexico, we did, um, we did Mexico city and we played a bull stadium in Mexico city. It was 18,000 people. And I remember playing, um, uh god what were we playing um i i don't remember what song we were playing but i do remember eighteen thousand people the place was packed and as far as you could see at the very top of this bull arena people were standing up and dancing and the entire place was doing <laughs> this the whole time and it was like i could tell at that moment in the middle of that song i just knew these people are reliving 1968 right yeah. now Yep. And they were going for it. They were just in completely enthralled into the music. And it was like, it was like they were in a trance mm -hmm. and it was a beautiful moment. And I felt like they had sucked me into that trance with them, you know, and it, <laughs> yep. it was a beautiful thing, you know, and, you know, we were just feeding off of each other. And it was something that, you know, I'd always, you know, with fuel and the growing up of the, of that band. And <clears throat> we had had a lot of moments of just, pure aggression and energy in our shows. And we always craved it and thrived on it. But uh, that was a different kind of different yeah. animal yeah. for me. And I was like, wow, this, it felt so good. So it was an exciting yeah. moment. For we me. have that with like vanilla fudge and instead of uh, right. that kind of uh, energy where you're trying to get everything, everybody going, we had, we knew we had the audience when we would do like people get ready. And it was just one note on an organ and sure. you could hear nothing in the audience they were just like totally mesmerized you know yeah. and you felt the vibe so i know exactly what you're talking about yeah you know it's yeah. it's not about what you're doing on the stage so much as what's in the song itself yeah. and the yeah. music itself Our it's music. coming out and yeah. it's it, it just transforms people and pulls a certain energy out of yeah. them you yeah. know and yeah so and and it happened and i felt it and i went wow this is what it is okay <laughs> yeah. I get it now. well sam okay. you know you're going from you know you're doing your local thing and you're growing and you as a family you as a group you as artists are growing what's what's been your biggest uh, revelation when you're getting from these you're in front of these bigger audiences now is it what you expected well i mean before like going on tour, I didn't know what to expect, but like once we started actually like living in that, you know, lifestyle, I, I really loved it. And I just, especially when, you know, the audience is so into the music and they're like, like you said, we are fitting off of their energy and it just makes you even more hyped up. And like, you know, when you do a good show, when everyone is like just into the music, you know what I mean? Hey, yeah, hey, that's gotta down. be, I mean, why'd you guys it's the rush. Your, why'd you cut your hair? Oh, I mean, because yeah, like I just I wanted to try something all different. The way down to here. <laughs> what happened? I wanted to try something different, and um, I kind of like it, but um, 
you know, I, you know, you get a lot of people who ask me that, like, oh, why did you cut your hair? You know, yeah. but, um, you know, hey, well, it grows back, so that's hey. good. <laughs> that's right. Do what you do. I've always been a chameleon when it comes to um, the way I look and my music and things like that. It's just do what you want to do. Be yeah. be yourself. Be who you want to be, and cut your hair if you want to. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, and don't, don't, die, don't die. Don't dye your hair if you want to. <laughs> Yep. Don't dye your hair if you don't want to. Whatever. Well, you know what? If you work hard at it, you could look like Vinny one day. And that's what you want to aspire for. <laughs> yes, exactly. You're right, sir, Ron. <laughs>